0: Today, Father, we are thankful to you for being the Father of fathers, the King of glory, the Lord of lords. And we thank you that we are able to come together on this Father's Day to honor you and to praise you and to bless you. We are grateful for men. We are grateful for the position that you have given us. May we not squander Our position, may we not squander the lessons of life. May we remember those things that we have been taught that are good. Learn from those things that have not been so good. Put into practice that which our parents have taught us about the word of God. And For those who did not have that privilege or opportunity, may they glean it now. We pray for this church that we will grow beyond these borders. For the radio ministry, for the comments and the things that people are hearing. We pray today that we will hold true to the word of God without compromise. No matter what pressure may come, may we stand firm on the word of God. Help us to understand that we've got to give account to you not people. We want to be able to say in this church, God, I was true to carry out your word and to speak it just as you told me to. We praise your name today and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Remain standing, please, with me as I read Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 11. And I'll give you the title after I read. My son, if you receive my words... And treasure up my commandments with you. Making your ear attentive to wisdom. And inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for wisdom. And raise your voice for understanding. If you seek it like silver. And search for it as for hidden treasures. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. Guarding the path of justice. And watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness And justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. You may be seated. As a title for this message, Fathers, you are to impart God's wisdom, you may be seated, fathers you are to impart God's wisdom, fathers have been given the unique privilege of being able to have an impact on their children's life, lives I should say that no one else can have in the same way. Even when children may be raised by their grandparents, they long to have a father involved. If you want a remedy for destroying the family, remove the father and help them to minimize the importance of their role in their child's life. Solomon saw the importance of a father's instruction to their child. While others besides Solomon contributed uh, to the book of Proverbs, it is important to note that Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, focus, it focus, focuses on gaining wisdom. And it says that gaining wisdom starts with a fear of God. The two primary themes of the book of Proverbs are wisdom and the fear of the Lord. You'll note that throughout One of the things that you will note in Proverbs, I'm going to just digress just for a sec. Well, I'm not digressing. It was not in my notes. But I would just say, uh, Proverbs really are short, pithy sayings. You will oftentimes find Proverbs and you'll find statements that are very short. And it's hard to preach a sermon or series from a passage where there are several Scriptures used in Proverbs because oftentimes they're just short phrases that are full in and of themselves. But in chapter 2, it follows a discourse verses 1 through 4, and then 5 through 8, and 9 through 11 kind of goes together. Let me give you my first point give and take. Give and take. That primarily is coming from the first four verses. Wisdom is much greater than silver or gold. To have wisdom and understanding is by far greater than wisdom. Excuse me, wisdom is is by far greater than silver. There are some conditions that one must accept And address if she or he is to gain wisdom. Having conditions is not a bad thing. There are people today who want no conditions. They want no strings attached. However, not heeding the conditions may mean that you are not going to be kept out of certain difficulties. When you take the time to heed instructions, it can can call you to avoid a lot of pain down the road. In chapter 1 of Proverbs, verse 7, Solomon states that wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. In chapter 2, Solomon, in these first four verses, states that if his son accepts what he is saying, and that means daughters as well, Then he will gain wisdom. The condition starts with the word if. And the following clause means that if one is to follow these instructions, one can expect these various things to take place. The word if is a big word. If you do this, then you can expect these things to happen. The word if is conditional. Because if the words of the fathers are not heeded, then one can expect to not receive wisdom. The teacher is stating that he has sound words, sound to give, and he wants to pass them on to his child. It's a wonderful thing when fathers can pass on a word to their children. To receive is to accept, and after one is open to accepting the words. The words need to be treasured or they need to be stored up, it says. When you receive a word, you need to hide that word. You need to treasure that word. Have you had or ever had something that you valued? You treasured that. And when it came to a person, even wanting to touch it, you were, you were not really even wanting them to hold it. You, you know, now, you would give the instruction. Now, now Be careful. Be careful how you can hold it. And and there you go, handing that precious thing to that person. And there you are trying to help them as they hold it in their hands. And you're not wanting to go too far. You want to keep your hands underneath it just in case they drop it. You have something of value. This is what Solomon is saying. He's got something of value that he wants to impart. And it requires that the child be willing to accept it. Now there's a bunch of fathers saying a whole bunch of stuff. And it ain't wisdom. Saying a whole bunch of nonsense that's not wisdom. Solomon says he has wisdom to impart. And he wants the child to accept it. Passing on things that are not treasures. You see, when you've got something good... It's a treasure. Have you been ever eating something and you get to the last bite and you drop it on the ground? And you go, oh, that was my last piece. There you are, wanting to pick it up and eat it. Oh, brother, I've done that. It's been 8, 19, 11, 12 second rule for me. I picked some stuff up and looked around. Anybody looking? I'm going to eat this. Yes, 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 yes. I have something. I've got something. i dropped it. Picked that thing up. Thank you, Lord. Took a bite out of it. That's right. I'm still here today. (laughs) One must have an ear to hear what the Father is saying. One has to pay close attention to what is being said. You see, the father should have something to give, and then the child should have the ability to be able to accept what is being said. Fathers will often pass on a trade to their child, but remember, the Bible says wisdom begins with the word of God and a proper fear of him. You can pass on a lot of things to your children. Trades and family traditions, recipes, many things. But it it is really what the Lord says that begins the process of gaining wisdom. In verse 2, it mentions the heart. The heart here should not be seen as the heart of the emotions. And as my dad used to say, your brain... Is not your mind. It's not your heart. When we think of the heart, we're thinking of that center core, that part that involves the will and the intellect, who that person is. We're talking about the heart. When I say, is your heart into it? Is your total being there? You may do something the person that your heart's not really in it. So, it is important that one seeks wisdom with their whole heart and that their ear is attentive. You see, one of the things that's so important in life is that one is willing to hear. I am convinced today that in our generation that we have people that really, and I'm seeing it more and more, really want only to hear those things that they agree with. You've got riots where people that people are committing and involved in because they heard something they don't they don't like. Universities basically losing their mind, giving these students all this control and excuse me, saying ah, we don't want, want want white people at the school today. We want only blacks or these only minorities. Nonsense. How is it that we can get so wrapped up in ourselves that we are the only ones that we think matter? And administrations are going right along with it. Not here. We live in a society that God created. Out of Adam and Eve came every nation. Every group of people came out of Adam and Eve. And we better get to the place where we understand that God is concerned about people. Have wrong and harmful things been done? Absolutely. Some of the things that we do, when I consider, even just digressing, Pastor Lager said, yes, yesterday, he was driving down the street early uh, early in the week, uh, and he saw a fight, 25 men around it, not stopping it. He drove by, had to turn around, come and break up the fight himself. Two young men fighting He turned and said, why didn't you stop it? It ain't my business. And here they are, watching. Fathers, fathers, what is it that fathers need to be doing? They need to be imparting the word of God to their children to give them a chance in this world. You are training your children to be able to go out there and make it in life. And if they don't have the wisdom of God, they're going to be sucked up and begin to participate in things that really don't make a whole lot of sense and not going anywhere. It requires you to work on gaining wisdom and understanding. Fathers cannot be derelict in their duty to inform their children. It is not instructing their children on how to scheme and get by. That's not what you're instructing your child on. Let me, let me tell you how I got over doing my day. You know, take this and no, 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 no. It is teaching your children the pitfalls to watch for and, and what you need to do. And, and then he said when you, when, you, when you get these things, you need to treasure them. You know what a treasure is, it's something you value. Now back in the day, they didn't have banks. Now some of y'all got bank accounts. Some of y'all got more than one bank account. Savings accounts and all types of things. You got your money in this account here. You got the bills. You got, you got things set up for yourself, right? No, no, no. Not back in this day. What you had was a hole. A rock. Something, some mud. You're gonna find something to hide your valuables and make sure nobody is looking. Go put your valuables in the ground and cover it up. That's what it's talking about. Take something that was precious because you didn't want someone to take it. And so they would hide their valuables in the ground. And what would happen if that person died? Well, many treasures never were found. But those that were found, you find that even in the New Testament. We read a passage that there was a man who found a treasure in the field. When he found it, he went and rehid it. And went and bought the whole field, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. And, and Because anything that's in the field will belong to him. That's how we need to, need to treat wisdom. We need to hold it precious so that we can hide it and be able to dig it up when we need it. That person said that. Let me check my wisdom book that my father laid out for me. No, nope, that's not in it. He told me to avoid these type of people. So what we do, we treasure and hide up the very things that the Lord has, has given us. So Solomon, as the teacher here, says, if you do this, you can expect this to happen. The first four verses are all related because they are tied into the word, if you do it. Meaning that if you don't do it, you can expect something else to happen. The Father must give. The child must accept. Let me get to point two. My time was almost already over. Goodness. Point two. Wisdom received upon accepting the condition. Wisdom received upon accepting the condition. That's Proverbs 2, 5 through 8. The young men or daughter who heeds the instruction or takes in the instruction of their father can expect for God to come through for them on his end this is not the Lord in Proverbs chapter 2 speaking but it is the father who is imparting wisdom to his child if the condition is taken we have in verse 5 the word then if you follow these instructions, verses 1 through 4, then there was the hard work put in and giving the ear to what the instruction said. There was the taking of the treasure and, and putting it in a place that was held to be precious. There was the matter of one's heart being involved in all that was happening. You've done all the work here. Then, like searching for silver. If you've lost something precious, you will tear up the house to find it. It may not mean anything to anybody else, but to you, it's precious. You will tear up your house. You'll tear up your house to find your keys. And then when you find them, you go, oh, just where I put them. Because the father was teaching the wisdom of the Lord, the payoff was that he that what he was giving, it was obtained. In other words, it was received. You see, when you accept something that the Father is giving you, there has to also be a submission, like what um, Dr. Sproul says, that there has to be a submitting to what one is accepting. So you have the acceptance, but then you have to submit to it. You see, there are some things that people may say that you may not really accept. You may not hear. You may not take it in. You don't submit to it. There are children today that don't submit to the authority of their parents. The Lord delights in giving wisdom. That's something that you need to understand. He delights in giving wisdom. You see, the wisdom is going to be received once, once, basically accepts the condition. You receive the wisdom, the understanding, God's provisions once the condition has been met. Today, it is not a shock to see households run by the mother and not have, have a father anywhere in the picture. The enemy has been so creative and crafty that he has tried and basically excluded fathers And try to tell them it's not important. Go do your thing. But oh, thank God for fathers who have stayed, who have remained, who have stepped in, who have done a job that only fathers can do. Hmm. It's not alarming today to have a father with a bunch of kids and not taking care of any of them. It is no longer alarming to have men brag about their conquests and show no shame that they haven't paid child support in years. It is no longer alarming to have a father complain that he cannot get ahead in life but not take his child to church. It is a father who has taken the time to teach the Word of God and give instruction to their children who can often see the benefits of God's blessing upon their children's life. It is a wisdom that comes from the teacher that serves also to protect their children. Do you not know the words that's given in 5-8 also serve as a protection? If you take on the words of the Father, they will protect you. Words of wisdom will protect you. My parents didn't tell me not to put my hand in the socket because they wanted to hurt me. They wanted to protect me. There are certain things that one could and could not do. I could do certain things, certain things I couldn't do. It was for the matter of protection. I can look back now and see, oh, I see. Wise words and the heeding of those words often leads to the protection of a child. Remember, you are teaching and training that child to lead and to be able to make it on their own. And you want to be able to have, they want, you want them to basically have the words that you provided for them, fathers, as they head out into a world that really does not love them. And so fathers show love for their children when they basically put discipline and give instructions and try to help them to navigate. In this world, and to live for God, and the Lord God Himself will supply what's needed. It's a father who places guards around their child by what they teach their child. If they can walk through the dangers of life because of the protections of what has already been imparted through God's Word. God's Word really is a shield, it guards you, it protects you. When wisdom is received, protection is raised. When wisdom is received, protection is raised. It is the father who fails to instruct his child that sends his child into battle with no weapons. Nothing to protect in the battle. Go on out there and fight. Ain't got nothing to fight. With eyes on don't matter. The Lord will bless you and protect you. Get on out there. No, no, no. They need to be protected. They need to have the ammunition to be able. Makes no difference when I was young going hunting with Brother Miles. could barely hold the gun. 12 gauge. Most powerful kick. I was boom. I needed a gun out there duck hunting. Makes no difference me going out there with my hands up. Boom, boom, boom. The ducks ain't going to fall with me shooting nothing. I I needed a weapon out there. You need to give your children the weapons from the word. Once the condition has been met, by accepting the Father's advice, look at verse 9. It says, then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. Look, 10, for wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you, understanding will guide you. When we think about this matter of fathers, one of the things I want you to understand is that the enemy has, has, has sown a seed of deception. He has made fathers believe that they really are not needed nor important. When you consider many of the programs today, Do you not know many of them are basically trying to replace and trying to put something in place to deal with a father who's not in the home? A lot of the difficulties, they're trying to shore up and to put into place something that's lacking there. Often because a father is not there, they want a substitute because there's a problem there. You see? fathers really cannot be replaced. They are God's original plan and design. You may be able to put certain things in place and try to help. We know that certain things happen, yes, but God's design is God's design. Fathers should never say, I'm not important. Um, What I say doesn't really seem to make a difference. Oh, yes, it does. Oftentimes, fathers have abdicated their role, only to find out later in life it made all the difference when their child went down a completely different path. I tell you this, even when children stray who have been taught the word of God, they often have the opportunity to return because of what was planted earlier on. There's been something that was planted there. And they began to remember. I remember what my father taught me. Not neglecting the mother, but today is Father's Day. I can remember what my father taught me. I want to encourage you. Fathers, teach the word of God to your children. Those that are growing up. Those that are now old, it's just living the word of God and sharing with them the goodness of the Lord. But if you have a child that you're raising, children growing up, oh, fathers, be involved and be sure to impart God's word, which is the beginning of wisdom. Amen, may the Lord bless you on this Father's Day. Stand to your feet, please. Fathers, you are to impart God's wisdom. You are to impart God's wisdom. Give and take was point one. Point two, wisdom received upon accepting the condition. Fathers, on this Father's Day, remember God has given you a great responsibility and a wonderful, wonderful source of help. It is the Word of God. Today, Lord, as we leave this place, we want to thank you for the Word of God. That fathers have been placed here to give to their children wisdom and to be able to train them up in the ways of the Lord so that when they are out there, they're, they're able to live life and to be able to know God and to have the protection of the Almighty God. Lord, would you be our shield our Defender, we bless you today for the wonderful privilege of being able to gather here. For those that don't have fathers, those that have not didn't have the privilege, thank you for parents and guardians that raised children. Thank you for those that gave the word of God when there was not a man there. You served as their father. We thank you today that we are not left alone. Not left as orphans, but we have a great and a mighty God who loves us. We pray today that fathers, oh Lord, will know the position that they have been given. They will treasure and honor you. We give you your name all the glory, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great Father's Day. May the Lord bless you. Amen. God bless you.